Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Ladies and gentlemen, show 654, if you've watched the teaser, <coughs> the Fourth Amendment bag tags, range bag tag, and strap is back. So for uh, if you come into the gun store or the gun range and buy anything, member or not, the retail concierge people will give you one of these. You punch it out. And it says, two-sided, I do not consent to the search of this bag. Fourth Amendment protected. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. And no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. These were highly popular when we did them five or six years ago. Mm. And we brought them back. There's also a little key tag on here that you put on your keychain, and it will give you uh, QR2 codes for 2A updates and carry updates because so many people don't realize that this is the last month that you have, the last five weeks that you have to update your carry permit under the new CCAR protocols in New Jersey. If you don't, on January 1st of 2024, a prosecutor in your county is going to seize your carry permit. You're going to have to start all over. I'm reading it on New Jersey Firearms uh, Owner Syndicate. I'm reading it all over online. We have customers walking in daily. What do you mean I have to requalify? I have to requalify. It's true. I just dropped something. Uh, Well, you have to. The deadline has approached. So please, please come down and get your bag tag. And uh, so now while we're talking about gifting, since Gun for Hire is the tip of the spear, we always pay it forward. We're the only ones that are out there taking the risks and educating for your Second Amendment rights. Let's talk about supporting those who support you. Uh, The Toys for Tots boxes have dropped. They are in both lobbies of the gun range and the gun store. So for the next three to four weeks, please drop off unwrapped toys for kids. Uh, If you want to ship them, if you want to buy them online at Amazon or ToysRUs.com or whatever else is out there, uh, just send them attention, Toys for Tots, Gun for Hire Range, 1267 McBride Avenue, Woodland Park, New Jersey, 07424. Uh, Every year we break records for how many toys they haul out of the damn place, and I love you all for that, so please open your hearts and do that. I uh, want to talk about the Grinch and the Scrooge. So you all, you all know Black Friday is a huge business day, right? And then Small Business Saturday is a huge uh, day for us small businesses. So let me tell you how I got screwed this this Small Business Saturday. You ready for this one, Sandy? So uh, the town of uh, Totowa, Little Falls, and Woodland Park, the powers that be got together and said, we are going to have a holiday parade, Small Business Saturday. And it's going to run straight down McBride Avenue. Now, that sounds like a great idea. That should be helpful for business, right? (laughs) It should be, but I was there. (laughs) So we are going to 
shut the entire McBride yeah, Avenue street. and all the branches down yep. from 4 p.m. till 8 p.m. Small Business Saturday, yep. which means if you're a pizzeria <laughs> on McBride <laughs> Avenue, and there's about five of them, you will not be able to have pickups or deliveries right. for that four-hour time period. And if you happen to be a gun range... Uh, no one will be allowed no one entrance to you. <laughs> or access for four hours. I cannot tell you. I had 70 employees working. I had 65 standing around. Yeah. Absolutely. We had irate customers calling up us, blaming mm -hmm. us that they couldn't get to the range. They drove from New York, North New Jersey, Southern New Jersey, Central New Jersey, uh, New York State. They couldn't get to the range frustrated. I drove an hour and I can't get here. And then after eight o'clock at night, we have people walking in angry because it took them two hours to get to the range. They had oh, to even wait. during the day when I was there too, people were coming in, they were freaking pissed. <laughs> Now, in the old days, you would have shut off sections as the parade passed by, right? Yeah, you think? <laughs> so, no, we're going to completely lock down. Now, the other thing is, I don't know about other towns, but rumor has it, Woodland Park only has like 24 cops. They had to hire like 60 cops from other departments to shut all the arteries and intersections off. The sheriff was uh, shut down. Uh, what, what's that other street uh, that you're on? Browertown Brower and Lackawanna. Yeah. Uh, he let you in? The top of Browertown. Well, I was leaving. I got there at 4.30, and just as they were shutting down, and there was a giant hook and ladder crossing, so I cut through the bank. So I, I donate to all three of those towns. I'm calculating my losses, and it will reflect on all political donations in 2024. Yeah. When I get a request for a political donation from one of the powers that be, they're going to get a copy of what it cost me. So I'm paying it forward to them, too. It does, you know. It just doesn't. It doesn't seem to be just a New Jersey thing. We were. I was talking to, uh, actually, to Matt about this when we were standing there watching no customers come in, and down here there was a, a situation where the ALDOT, you know, uh, Alabama Department of Transportation, literally shut down every east-west access at the same time because they were doing road work. And it, it ran the entire length of the town, which is probably, you know, maybe 18 miles from one end to the other. <laughs> and they shut it all down. And you could not go east to west. It, it, was, it was impossible to do that. Whose mind was this a good thing in? This, this holiday parade had gaps in it that were city blocks long. <laughs> like... Like a truck with lights, a pickup truck with lights went by, and then 10 minutes later, another vehicle went by. <laughs> and so you had the entire route shut from 4 p.m. It was supposed to be till 8 p.m. They finally opened up about 7.30 when the parade ended. But you know how they do funerals, how the cops shut the intersection down, yeah. then the funeral passes, and they open it up again? Right. I I don't know, but that would have seemed like the way to go instead. I mean, I'm a bigger business, and I guess I'll absorb the loss, but if I was like the local nail salon across the street from me, yeah, or if I was that right. Subway, or the Blimpies, or, or, the, uh, or the three or four pizzerias to the right of the range there, I, I don't think I'd be too happy on, on Small Business Saturday that I got screwed by our political elites. And it's, it's a situation where, and for those of you who are not in retail, that retail season is the thing that pays for all those slow times during the summertime. 
And if you, you have that three or four, five weeks to really try to make your make the nut, and if you don't do it, you're going to have a very bad year the next coming year. Yeah, I, I was, you know, I fought it for like two or three weeks before, but it was like, nope, it's been set already and we can't change anything. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. So I, I had a meeting with my staff. Matt had signs made up that we put up at the answer detection. We manned the phones. People were calling so friggin' angry. And, you know, I get their frustration, but it wasn't our fault. We got one one star review out of it, too. Oh, that's always good. Yeah, because it's my fault. Like, because yeah, well, I, of believe me, I didn't sponsor this holiday parade, ladies and gentlemen. Next year, and I can't say what I'm going to say. All right, anyway, <laughs> let's talk good stuff. So, so again, pay it forward. The politicians are going to pay it pay for it next year with me with donations because I'm going to get even so that next year on Small Business Saturday maybe they'll come up with a plan B maybe they'll do it on a Sunday evening maybe they'll shut the intersections off as the parade progresses who knows maybe an intelligent decision will be made that will not affect everybody but it is the government so I doubt very much that will happen so let's go back twice for tots since we got a new gift we got a new level of membership we have titanium which is unlimited port time you do not pay for port time it's limited i'm not going to tell you how many it's limited to but we're about uh 80 sold out of titanium memberships you can upgrade or downgrade get your titanium we will prorate it gun for hire never has a contract you sign there's no early termination fees we do not double membership cost uh, overnight while you're sleeping we have not raised prices in 11 years ladies and gentlemen 11 years membership prices have not been raised also, a new member perk is now we are having surge pricing, Sandy. So if Saturday, Sundays, and major holidays, uh, port time is more for non-members. It's $5 more per hour, which puts us in line with what other ranges have been charging for, for many, many years. During the week, obviously, it's our normal pricing. But if you're a member, you're exempt from surge pricing. So that's a new member perk out there. So that's, uh, that's all I got for you there. So let's talk about... Uh, Let's talk about this. So speaking of a-holes, the way the town did it to me, uh, we have a prisoner uh, went through a body scanner and he was hiding a full-size gun in two plastic bags, one containing a gun and one containing marijuana in his prison holster. Yes, sir. Our prison <laughs> The good thing is the gun wasn't loaded. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, the, the the ammunition and the marijuana were in the separate Ziploc bag. Okay. <laughs> but he must have really kept up on his Kegel exercises. What do you think, Sandy? Have, absolutely. What is that, about a 12-ounce gun? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, oh, my, oh, my God. Um uh, Don't do uh, any uh, any squats. <coughs> I mean, holy majoli! Could you imagine? Uh, meanwhile, Dude, I've jack seen it. Yeah, me uh, <laughs> meanwhile, that jack wagon, uh, Michael Antesis is from the Rutgers group that the yeah, uh, the, uh, the Tooth Dynasty is funded. Yeah, he says that he did a study of about seven people and found that uh, <laughs> gun owners don't take gun storage seriously. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. where did he do it? Yeah, this this guy, <laughs> this guy just keeps coming out with these hit pieces because you know we taxpayers under the Tooth Dynasty we're funding it, right? Yeah, right. And he's just kind of, he's just trying to create more and more narrative for politicians to use when they introduce legislation. The Rutgers study for jack wagons said <laughs> that you, gun owners don't take gun storage seriously. You know, shut up. Well, he's, he's got to justify his no-work job, you know. He's got to make sure he gets funding next year for the same shit, because otherwise, you know, that, there's that boat that he has yeah, docked he's, in, he's, in His salary's like three fifty. His wife's salary's like one eighty. Move along. Nothing to see here. Yep, right, exactly. Nothing to see here. And, you know, we talked a little bit, I believe, last week, but a federal judge knocked down Maryland's... Uh, uh, qualification and licensing to carry a gun and uh, the fourth circuit found that it's not consistent with the nation's historical tradition of firearms regulation uh post bruin and post constitution actually yeah uh but of course maryland is appealing it and again all of these cases are bubbling and boiling over and we're getting to this wonderful point uh where it's all that we're going to reach this uh climax in the federal courts uh, within the next year or two, probably two years out completely for all of these cases, which I think is is really, really good. And we get so many questions to this end. I want to jump while the, uh, while the uh, iron is hot. I want to go to learning uh, because this is so important. And this is by Daniel Schmutter from Hartman Winnicky, who yells at me almost weekly for giving legal advice on the radio show. And I'm not a lawyer. And I apologize in advance, Dan, but I'm not going to give legal advice. I'm going to basically, I'm going to uh, talk about Dan's periodic rant about legal questions, especially on, on social media. So Dan posted this on New Jersey Firearms Owner Syndicate, which is Mark Cheeseman's page, who started this many years ago, and it's grown exponentially. He goes, here's my periodic rant about legal questions. This group is a great source of information and discussion. There are many members with great knowledge and experience, and as a result, there are many very worthwhile discussions had in this group. But if your question begins with something like, is it legal to, you're most likely asking a question about a course of action that can get you in serious trouble. Unlike in other states, every weapons offense in New Jersey is a felony level offense that can potentially land you in prison. For this reason, among others, the person you should be asking legal questions to is a lawyer, not your police department, not your neighbor. Fortunately, here in New Jersey, we have multiple very inexpensive resources to obtain the answers to legal questions from actual lawyers. For example, Evan Knappen's book is $70 and easily the most comprehensive discussion of New Jersey gun law a layperson can find. I agree. Or, as I frequently comment here, if you are an ARNGRPC member, there is a list of lawyers in the back of every issue of the newsletter who have agreed to answer basic member questions for free. One of them is Knappen, by the way. A regular ANGRPC membership costs $40 a year. Also, if I am not mistaken, the basic U.S. Law Shield membership costs around $130 per year or so. One of the things U.S. Law Shield provides is the availability to call up and ask basic questions uh, uh, legal questions and have their program attorney, in this case also Knappen, call you back with answers. All three of these are absurdly cheap sources 
of valuable legal information from actual lawyers. I get that times are tough and folks are struggling, but I highly doubt that any but a very few folks in this list cannot forego $70 spending on something else for a one-time purchase of Knappen's book or $40 per year for ANJRPC membership in order to ensure that you receive sound legal information, especially when having the wrong information can land you in prison. Except for a very small number of folks in truly serious financial difficulty, there's simply no excuse for a gun owner in New Jersey not to ensure that at least one of these very inexpensive resources is available to them. To them. You, may never, you may now return to your regular schedule program, programming, Dan Schmutter. Dan, I, I appreciate that, and it's, it's, it's duly noted by everybody. We also, uh, Phoebe and everybody, we have a can response. We tell everybody to go to U.S. Law Shield or ANJRPC or Knappen's book or Frank Pisano or Evan Knappen, whatever, whatever the case may be as well when it gets tricky because a lot of people will reach out directly to me uh, for, like, I'm at, I'm at the application, and it's question blah, 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 and this happened when I was 20. Should I fill it out A or B? I'm like, I'm not answering that. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I can't give you that legal advice. You know, consultation with a lawyer is 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 priceless at this point. Mm. So as the anti gunners are moving to ban everything that is fun, everything that is liberty driven, the uh Nick system broke another record on um Black Friday by the way, November 24th. The National nice. Shooting Sports Foundation said that the FBI conducted 215,000 NICS checks. The previous record was 192,000 in 2022 on Black Friday. Now, that doesn't reflect how many guns were sold because a NICS check could be multiple purchases too. Right. So it's definitely over a quarter of a million checks were done on Black Friday. And these anti-gunners think they're going to press a button and they're going to get rid of every gun in this country. Could you imagine, imagine in a real world, if they were to just focus on criminals rather than law-abiding citizens? I couldn't imagine what it would be like. But we know what it's all about. The, 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 the first tier is driven by the political donors and, and the narrative is to take our guns away from, from all of us. Let, let's face it. Otherwise, we would be addressing... Uh, you know, <clears throat> these issues. The New York Times came out with an article that uh, the shoplifting uh, epidemic that's going on in this country <laughs> is a right wing narrative. <laughs> and, it doesn't, CBS. <laughs> and it doesn't really exist. It's a right wing conspiracy and narrative. Okay. Meanwhile, in reality, the New York Retailers Association are blasting Governor Hochschul after losing $4.4 billion last year to theft. $4.4 billion. And Governor Hochschul vetoed a measure that would help tackle the issue by increasing penalties for shoplifters. She's like, why would we do that? Pay your taxes. Why would we make it harder for shoplifters? You law-abiding citizens, pay your taxes and fund me and my government. Could you imagine this? So the, the New York Council for Small Businesses are recording, you know, and you know that's definitely, that number's light, right? That 4.4 yeah. 4 billion number yeah, is definitely absolutely. light. So, but again, the New York Times says it's just a right-wing narrative. Of course it is. 
okay? And again, we just keep getting more and more businesses are shutting down, drugstores, retail businesses, mom and pops. Again, the backbone of this country, the ones that pay the most taxes per person uh, are the small businesses because the big businesses have entire law firms devoting on tax, devoted to tax loopholes and stuff. But meanwhile, our first tier is like, no, 4.4 billion is not a bad number. You're okay. You guys. <laughs> Could be you worse. Got, you, got, you guys will be okay. These are people just stealing food because they're starving to death in such a great economy. Uh, can you imagine this shit? Can you imagine how this is, this is our reality today? Yeah. Right. This is our reality today. The people we elect to, to take care of us are screwing us and then they're demanding more and more taxes from us you know surge pricing starts in new york uh december 1st and if you don't know what that is everybody has the easy pass or a license plate thing if you go below like 65th street in new york every time you pass by you get charged 12 dollars if you're a car <laughs> if you're a truck it's like 55 dollars it's, it's it's ludicrous if it if you do it at two o'clock in the morning it's only like nine dollars or something Anyway, let's let's blow the final death knell to, to the financial center of New York. Let's just let's just get rid of it altogether. It it is it is so crazy, you know. You know another thing. Let's talk about New Jersey. New Jersey, we we talk about uh, how you know pellet guns and BB guns are treated as real guns, and they shouldn't be treated as real guns because in they're fact toys. They're, they're toys. <laughs> but but let's 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 talk about uh, this case came up. A gentleman shot his wife with a pellet gun. He was an, an abusive guy playing around. So he wasn't really and, a gentleman. Yeah, and and you know, pellet guns are not uh, pellet guns are not like light anymore. Like when you shoot a pellet yeah. gun, they're pretty pretty powerful, right? Yeah. So the pellet entered her body, and a few hours later, she died from massive internal bleeding. So when you have your kids, if you buy your kids a Red Ryder BB gun this Christmas or Hanukkah and, and you're worried about them shooting their eye out, A, that is a reality. They should probably wear safety glasses when they're outside. Yep. They should definitely wear safety glasses. But it should be done under adult supervision. Your kids should be taught not to shoot other people. Not like we because, did. Yeah, like we did. So, you know, if you buy somebody a pellet gun and they get shot, you know, it might enter their groin and they'll be like, ah, I'm okay. Meanwhile, they could be suffering from internal bleeding. So, uh it's it's kind of scary, but these are things that you have to keep these you have to keep an eye on. Uh, so, uh, the New York Times, who says shoplifting is a right wing conspiracy, they also just discovered that there's a uh, there's a disparity because people who have uh, marijuana for medicinal or recreational pur pur purposes are discriminated upon uh, from owning guns. They just they just caught up to this. They just learned about this. And now they have a conflict because they don't know if they should be for or against it. And uh, it was interesting how they wrote, you know, uh, like 38, 38 states allow cannabis for medicinal recreate and 25 for recreational use. Meanwhile, those 38 states and 25 states, uh, you can't own a gun. Right. So uh, the New York Times is uh, is torn with this, and I, and I and I love that. I love when I read shit like that. Well, they like that because you can't own a gun. Correct. They like that you can't own a gun, but they they see they see the discrimination on that. Listen, like I said, once all the growers are shut down, uh, once all the growers are bought out by the big uh, yep. um, tobacco companies, everything will be you, fine. It, you'll be fine. You'll be able to you'll be able to bang, bong and blow, and blow as Knappen would say, bang and bong. Wait, 
what's, bang what's and say? bong. Yeah. Bang and bong. You can't do bang or bong. You can't do both. Sorry, I just had to wet my whistle. Um, where is this? Where is this? Oh, we had another federal judge. <coughs> federal judge Thomas Clee issued a decision striking down federal prohibition against 18 to 20-year-olds purchasing handguns. We all know in New Jersey, you have to be 21 to buy a handgun. You can be 18 to buy a long gun, a rifle, or a shotgun. And uh, a federal judge in the Northern District of Virginia, a Trump appointee, of course, said the case requires the court to assess the protected right of the people under the Second Amendment to the Constitution to keep and bear arms. He went on to explain that Brown and Weekly had each tried to buy a handgun but refused the sales because they were under the age of 21. He cited with the plaintiffs and quoted extensively from Bruin, all right? And uh, he wrote, to justify its regulation, the government may not simply post it that the regulation promotes an important interest. To demonstrate the regulation of that conduct is within the bounds of the Second Amendment. The government must demonstrate that the regulation is consistent with the nation's historic tradition of firearms regulation. Only if the firearm regulation is consistent with the nation's historic tradition may a court conclude that the individual's conduct falls outside the Second Amendment's unqualified command. Listen, you can serve in the military at 18 years old, right? You can die for your country. So why would you be limited from buying a handgun? Yeah, you so, serve in the military, you join the military, and the first thing they do, one of the first things they do is hand you a gun. Yeah, well, usually a long gun, unless you're, uh, in, in, unless you're uh, military police or uh, you know special forces or something. But still, you can have a handgun or you can have a gun. So I think it's important that we recognize this. And this again, all of these post Bruin cases are brewing, and they're all going to, uh, they're all going to, um, they're all going to come to a point. And uh, it's going to be a pretty, pretty cool thing uh, that it's all going to blow up in a year or two. So everybody just continue to support those who support you. Make sure you belong to all the Second Amendment organizations, NRA, FPC, GOA, um, New Jersey uh, Coalition of Firearms Owners. Uh, did, I didn't even say that right. Wow. I, I'm, I'm sorry. It's early in the morning. And uh, whew, anyway, the coalition. <laughs> Anyway, uh, make sure you support all the organizations. Make sure you stay abreast. Make sure you listen to the show, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Wall Street Journal had a good one, Sandy. They're just realizing that many more there's many more voters with guns now. Wow. They're just starting to realize that more than half of American voters say that they or someone in their household owns a gun. It's up to 52% of households are saying they own guns, up yes. from 46% <laughs> in 2019. And one of them ain't mine. Yeah, so 52% are saying they own guns. So it's probably closer to about, I would say, 65 to 70% of households own guns. The problem is not many of those are engaged Right. In the Second Amendment fight, right? As, as evidenced by, what do you mean I got to requalify? Mm, not engaged at all. They're also noticing that there's a huge uptick in female and minority gun ownership. It looks like they're really starting to. Well, yeah, uh, they're only about five years behind the times. Maybe more than five years, but I'll give them five years at that point. They're, yeah, they're starting to realize, oh my God, you know. Well, let's uh, call it 15 because. Um, 
we noticed that in, in, in beginning research, right? If you remember going back to beginning research, how many places we went, and that was one of the main focus uh, that, that you had of, uh, <coughs> of what you wanted to do when you developed your own range. Mm-hmm. was uh, bathrooms that were um, suitable for women versus the spackle bucket with a shower curtain around it, which is exactly what uh, describing one of these uh, ranges in New Jersey <laughs> that we went to, yes. Uh, yeah, so they're... Uh... Anyway, Grant, you know Grant from uh, 2A News, by the way. News, number two, letter A, dot com. Uh, They're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're everywhere. Uh, Great article from the News 2A team. I want to push this up. Congressional Democrats are making another frenzy attempt at gun control, this time by officially framing it as a public health crisis. Now, we've addressed this numerous times in the past, and we all know the slippery slope, Dr. Berardi, if we consider gun violence a public health crisis, correct? Yes, this is not the first time they've tried to do that. Yes, so the topics covered are red flag gun confiscation laws, universal gun registration, mandatory storage laws, and bans on assault weapons. Uh, This is headed by uh, Majority Whip Dick Durbin, of course. And the hearing was an attempt by Democrats to build upon a so-called Bipartisan Safer Communities Act, all right? Mm. Um, Guns are now the number one cause of death for American kids and teens. Guns are the number one cause. Guns. Not fentanyl. Guns. Not fentanyl. And uh, guns, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that statement has been refuted numerous times with factual evidence, including hundreds, if not thousands, of community notes on Twitter. We know it's a lie. They say it over and over again. And, you know, he talks about in Chicago, doctors are sick of treating gunshot victims. Well, maybe there should be ramifications for the crime that was committed. But we all know what the angle is here, okay? The angle here is that they are going to try to make it a public health crisis to get more federal monies and basically bend the arm of states under federal funding guys and create more stupid gun laws against law-abiding, tax-paying citizens uh, because it's a public health crisis. And to allow yet another um, lettered agency to come in and regulate guns from the back door. They tried it under the Carter administration and... That's where all the uh, BS um, studies were done. The, uh, because, it, again, if you can do it in a government agency conducts a study and you can control what the study says, which is exactly how that works, um, you can then point to your own study and say, well, this has got to be true. We've done this. you know. The That's the whole Michael Antisis thing yes, from Rutgers. Exactly. That's what he's doing. It's just purpose. more fodder for yep. the antis. Right, exactly. They just create, keep creating these bullshit things. I surveyed 32 people on a Wednesday in Wawa, and right. they told me that, yeah, yeah, I don't lock my gun up. I don't have to. Oh, okay, see, we have an issue here. It's a systemic problem. Gun owners don't take gun uh, storage serious, so we need to make a new law. And a new penalty. Uh, what is this? Oh, listen to this. Nobody's safe. This is from our guy, Lou Maff, who hasn't sent me an email in a while. An FBI special agent was carjacked in Washington, D.C. We need more politicians to get carjacked. We need more anti-gun <laughs> yeah, politicians exactly right. to get carjacked. All right. 
Uh, yeah, the FBI employee was carjacked on the afternoon of November 29th. Okay. I wonder if there was any sensitive data or any guns in there. The, the, the article is quite ambiguous here. Mm. You know, there's, it's lacking a lot of detail. So I would imagine there was probably top secret stuff in there that had my name on it. Because I know I'm on a list. Uh, speaking of carjacking, you know, most of the crimes that are committed today, uh, in, like in New Jersey, where they come into your driveway and steal your car or go right into your house and steal your uh, your uh, car keys and steal your car, most of them are driving cars with temporary license plates on them because the temporary license plates are not subjected to being scanned by license plate readers. Whoa. See, there's license plate readers everywhere. Cop cars have them on them now and everything. And uh, if you drive past a cop with an LPR on it, it'll say your registration's not renewed, you have no insurance, you have points on your license or whatever, and you will get pulled over. So these dregs of society, <coughs> they print out or they get these uh, – temporary tags and we have a new jersey legislator what's her name here teresa ruiz a newark democrat and senate majority leader she is wants to make tougher penalties for anyone who abuses temp tags and you know it should be if you're using a temp tag like that for felony reasons or something you should get 35 years in jail right yeah so she wants to redesign the temp tag i mean why can't the temp tag have a qr two code reader on it or something that LPRs can pick up. Yep. Re require dealership license applicants to submit a separate application and they should take a training course before they can begin issuing temp tags. Require dealers to submit proof of sale for each temp tag printed. It's amazing they don't have to do that. Require dealers to provide the IP address of printers used to print tags. Well, smart. Increase the fines from that the Motor Vehicle Commission can impose on dealers caught fraudulently using tags, temp tags. Uh, treat each fraudulently issued temp tag as a separate violation. Empower the Motor Vehicle Commission to ban dealers caught selling tags from uh, from ever working at another New Jersey dealership. I like that. Make it a crime to sell, drive, or even possess an illegal temp tag, including both real tags issued fraudulently and counterfeit tags. Penalties for these offenses would range from 30 days in jail or a $500 fine to 18 months in prison and a $10,000 fine. Yeah, it should be even higher for that. Let's face it. I guess uh, I never heard of a photocopier. Yeah, I mean, you could just photocopy temp tags over and over and over again. Listen, somebody like Matt with his with his uh, oh, art skills, yeah. you know, he can make temp tags all day long. And sure. so it should be a it should be a felony <laughs> level thing, especially if you're doing it, you know, for felonious reasons. But uh, I've noticed that and we're always on the lookout. Uh, and this is a good learning tip for you and your family members as the holiday seasons approach. Uh, you know, in my book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal, Beat Them at Their Own Game. If you're involved in a bump in a rob where a car bumps you, you know, never get out of the car, call 911 immediately. Uh, make sure you, you can pull away if you have to. Make sure you're not blocked in. But if the car is following you or the car you're in an altercation is, has a temp tag on it or no front license plate in the New York, New Jersey area where cars are mandatory front license plates, uh, you better learn uh, to trust your sixth sense because you're now in the middle of the shit. Yeah, it's definitely criminal reasons. It was not a, a minor mishap or something. So, so focus on that, please. Keep be on the lookout for any cars. If you see a car driving slow through your neighborhood with temp tags on it, especially like BMWs or high end cars or something, someone on your block is going to get their car robbed or their house broken into. So we can all do our part and be like you know the neighborhood watch, like the old women were when when we were kids in the neighborhood, Sandy.
Uh, this one is from Rich Olenek. Uh, and Rich Olenek, everybody you know, is a partner at Gun for Hire. He's been with me over 30 years. He uh, had a 100% full recovery from a major, major health situation. And uh, he's back to work full time, even though he's so selfish. I still love him. <laughs> Um, here's a good one. Richie sent me this. A New Jersey police dispatcher was using illegal access to the online uh, record system no. uh, for documents. Yeah, and that, they tracked that, you know, because back in the day, if you had a friend who was a cop or a dispatcher, you say, hey, can you run this plate for me? Yeah. Hey, can you run? And, and they would do it. And I, I, I've, I've had that done for me, you know. Yeah, yeah, now it's like, did. no, we can't do that. We have to list why we're running it. Was the person pulled over or whatever, whatever, whatever. So Rose Davis, a 58-year-old acting telecommunications supervisor of a 911 dispatch in Jersey City, is charged with computer criminal activity, a second-degree offense, the Hudson Prosecutor's Office said. Davis, who served the city for 17 years, is accused of using a city computer to access records for personal purposes. The charges relate to an obtained document as a draft report on a July 13 incident where Phillips' vehicle with him as a passenger was involved in a minor collision with an e-scooter in Hoboken. This report was allegedly leaked to the Hudson County View, which reported the incident on July 18th. Davis has been released pending her first court appearance scheduled for December 7th. Following her arrest, she was suspended without pay. It is unfortunate that a trusted 911 dispatcher can conduct themselves in such an unlawful manner. So she went on to see who was involved in the accident and then leaked it to the press, obviously. Uh, that's a big no-no, you know. But back in the day, uh, you know, you could do that. You, people would run stuff for you. And today, you really can't do that. All of, all of that is monitored. There's no way. Like, if I have somebody parked illegally in front of my building and I call the Woodland Park Police Department, I can't just call up and say, hey, can you run this plate? Now I can call and say, there's somebody parked illegally. Can you send a car? And the car could come down. And they'll call in the report over to dispatch. And that's the correct way to do it. They can't do it for a friend of a friend. You know, it's very, very important that you understand that. Uh, how are we doing with time, Sandy? We're about halfway there. <coughs> cool. All right. So, uh, again, Toys for Tots, Toys for Tots, Toys for Tots. I can't stress that enough. Do not send them to the range. Attention, Anthony. They'll end up in my office, and if I'm not in, they could miss the, the gun. Uh, uh, they could miss the, the Toys for Tot pickup with the Marine Corps uh, League detachment. So uh, send them to uh, Toys for Tots, Attention, Gun for Higher Range, 1267 McBride Ave., Woodland Park, New Jersey, 07424. We'll open the Amazon boxes or whatever it is, uh, Toys R Us, and uh, we'll drop them in the Toys for Tots boxes, and I'll keep you all posted. Remember, NYTAC Defense, nytacdefense.com. Use Gun for Hire, one word, for a 15% discount off your $35 monthly membership. U.S. Law Shield, use the code word Gun for Hire, one word, for U.S. Law Shield. Again, you need to have that legal defense fund. ANJRPC.org, ANJRPC.org. Uh, you want to have that in your pocket, too, for $40 a year for legal advice. Uh, Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino. John Petrolino is uh, being nominated for the Gundies. If you go to Bearing Arms or Google John Petrolino and Gundies, G-U-N-D-I-E-S, you can vote for John, and he can be 2A Writer of the Year, and he'll get a uh, major award. 
So please support those who support you. Uh, don't forget my doctor, OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com, OptimalHealthWellnessNJ.com, concierge medicine for a small monthly fee. No more going to stinky doctor's offices. <laughs> Aberdeen Guns and Ammo, my buddy John out in Monmouth County. You can get crime proof down there, and you can get uh, decoding firearms down there as well. Tell John and Vin I said hello when you go down there. Remember to save the date. October 2nd, 2024, the Tides Estate in North, North Halden. We're going to have the next Friends of the NRA uh, dinner and banquet. Check out the Varsity Firearms podcast by John Valenti. Support those who support you. This is a message from my awesome team. Don't risk becoming a felon and lose your right to carry. If you have your original qualification date was before 7-21-2023, you must requalify by the end of the year to remain compliant under the New Jersey CARE protocol. Uh, we have heard from multiple departments that the county prosecutors will be revoking permits on 1-1-2024. Gun for Hire has all the qualification dates up for December. All right, up until the end of the year, no one will be left behind, but you have to take the initiative and you have to uh, get to the range and uh, qualify ASAP, please. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, this is from Todd. Hi, Anthony. Visited the range on Black Friday. Your team made everything run perfectly. Outstanding teamwork and well-organized. We are blessed to be surrounded by such an outstanding and caring team. On a scale of 1 to 10, I'd say they're a, a solid 17. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd. I appreciate that. I was not there Black Friday. I was in Indiana. Um, uh, with Tracy's family. My team killed it on Black Friday. We did, in fact, Sandy, we, we, we gave 44 guns away for $99 to 44 customers, Sandy. That's fantastic. I heard that. Uh, com So-called competitors out there said there's no way we're doing it. It's a bait and switch. It's a scam and everything. Was <laughs> it wasn't. We took, we took, we took, here's the concept. I took 44 of the low, oldest SKUs, the guns that have been sitting for the longest time. Anybody that came in and spent over $100 got to get a gun for $100, okay? And we, we ate the next fee. So now I get rid of that inventory. I bring newer guns in, and 44 people were extremely happy. We sold a ton of ammo. We had a ton of other gun deals for Black Friday. Uh, my team did a huge job. We broke a record with the amount of people that came through the range on Black Friday. So you know what? I just want to thank everybody uh, for, um, for their efforts out there. This is from uh, an anonymous, but I'm going to call him Raphael. Uh, good day, you beautiful bastard. Just thought you'd get a kick out of this. My super woke company emailed us for Giving Tuesday and put $50 into our accounts for a charity of choice. So I did the best thing I could do and to turn around, and I donated to ANJRPC. Their site blocked it from my work computer, but I could donate their money to cause. Perfect. Don't say my name or company on the radio uh, show or, so I can keep my job and afford <laughs> range ammo and range time. Well, this is Raphael from uh, Grant's Department Store. How's that? Did That's I cover good. that one yeah. good? Yeah, I remember Grant's. <laughs> Grant's Department Store. That's all I have to say about that one. Uh, I got to tell you, oh, my God, I'm leaning back right here. Uh, this is a public service announcement from Matt and my team, Sandy. We have an amazing community on StandStrong.biz. On this website that we built, we have many customers that have posted their businesses to help keep businesses in the family. This season, 
be sure to check out this link before you visit the standard big name shops. Also, do you have family and friends that have a business? Share the link, standstrong.biz, and tell them to get on the website. Remember, every Sunday we send out a standstrong.biz email to hundreds of thousands of people in the Gun For Hire database at no charge because we love our 2A family. Be sure to see the email next week featuring Alyssa's Cakes. Our uh, gun store sales manager, Juan's daughter, owns this business, and she is an amazing baker. I've had her crumb cake before. Her crumb cake is 90% crumb, 10% cake, Sandy. That's you, a good crumb You dig cake. what I'm saying? Is yeah, that a good ratio? That's a good ratio. Here's the only problem with Alyssa's Cakes. It, it's covered in powdered sugar, and I wear black. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. So if anybody out there has a bib or a lobster bib, I can wear. <laughs> so Juan, this deceivious bastard, brings in her cakes every once in a while uh, because he likes to see the, the staff fat and happy. So I will thank you. But share standstrong.biz. And this Sunday, which is today, you're going to see Cakes by Alyssa on there. So check out Alyssa's, Alyssa's Cakes. The holiday season is here. Continue to support those who support you. It's amazing how many people will post on some of the Gun For Hire social media pages. I'm looking for a landscaper. I'm like, ugh. Did you look on standstrong.biz first? No, I didn't. All right, we'll go on standstrong.biz and we have landscapers listed. We have like Field of Dreams is listed, who handles the North Jersey area, who's a member of the range. John Acapinti and his family are sponsoring the next Friends of the NRA dinner. Don't we want to keep it in the family? We have roofers, bakers, butchers. We have everything on standstrong.biz. If we don't have something, suggest a business. I can't believe everybody doesn't have their business product or service on there. And listen, there's other FFLs, there's other gun stores, there's other gun ranges on StandStrong.biz. This is not Anthony's pet project. This is a two-way community project to keep the business amongst all of us. A small Business Saturday just passed. I may have gotten screwed by my political elites, but you don't have to get screwed. Go to StandStrong.biz, register your business ASAP. Or tell If you go to a local sub shop or you go to a local candle business and they shoot with you at the range or they're pro-2A, get them on StandStrong.biz. Stop giving your money to people that hate you. Yeah. I, I can't emphasize this enough over and over again. We, it's, it's so important. It's just so important. Uh, uh, I'm getting more and more emails from people, Sandy, saying that their police departments are turning carry permits around 30 days, 20 days, 10 days, 5 days. I want to commend all of these departments out there. Hackensack, Hoboken, uh, uh, I think I have one now here, Ringwood, yes. Uh, please direct this message to the Department of Anti-Tooth anti Dynasty, the Chiclet Teeth Division. <laughs> um, another joke for the Murphy Dynasty. <clears throat> Ringwood Police Department. I qualified October 25th, uh, 2023 by Jim Y. I submitted my application on the 26th. My references took care of the email questionnaire the same day. 26 days passed and I decided to email the chief in Ringwood just to check to see if he, anything else is needed by me. On day 27, the chief promptly replied, I forwarded your email to the detective who's handling the carry permit. This is very smart what you did. You nudged the chief and the chief contacted the detective who was sitting on your paperwork. All right, it's 27 days. He's sitting on your paperwork. And he said, we are completing 
the applications in order in the order of receiving them and I have adjusted some personnel to speed up the turnaround time with the application see that's important there so the chief called the detective and said to the detective what's going on with the permits oh, I'm busy doing this or that he's like well you know I have residents reaching out to me nicely that want to know the status of their permits it's 27 days detective so you need help I'll get you somebody or whatever and that's exactly what they did on day 34 the chief of Ringwood called me to drop off my $150 balance of the application at the station and he asked me to meet him in person the same day uh, to wrap up the, the application. I was delighted to have the opportunity to speak to the chief one-on-one. -on -one. Okay, he's very polite and respectful around anyone and he is a pro 2A. Uh, he was happy to answer my questions. The chief also answered some questions I couldn't find. Uh, he wrote, uh, I provided three carry handguns with my application. Can I add additional handguns and a permit? Question, uh, answer, handguns can be added after permit is approved and issued. There is an official form that the chief of police provides to additional handgun permits. You do not need to reply for a carry permit to add handguns. Thank you, chief. Question, when an application for your PT is submitted to the state of New Jersey, how long does the state take to 10? Answer, although it appears you submitted your application, the state of New Jersey, the application actually goes directly to your local police right away. It's true. It doesn't go to the state anymore. The state just monitors the database and maintains the database. Approximately how many permits to carry has Ringwood issued? Huh, the chief answered them. 90 permits to carry since the Bruin decision. <laughs> Thank you again, Chief. That's pretty close to what the entire state of New Jersey was prior to this. Prior to Bruin. <laughs> My permitting process was very positive from beginning to end. 34 days is pretty reasonable. Uh, from a rating from 1 to 10, I give Chief McGinty a 12. It was an honor speaking uh, to him. On a scale of 1 to 10, I rate my qualification and process at Gun for Hire a 12. Hmm, thank you. This past Monday, my, my, uh, my, my wife also qualified for, for a PTC at Gun for Hire. She was very happy with the staff's professionalism um, uh, since she was the only woman in the group for that session. We'll update you guys on her permitting process as well, Rich. Rich M. Rich M. Rich, I guarantee you your wife's process is going to go faster. In Ringwood, now that you nudged the chief and he mm. got together with the detective, and the detective knows that they're kind of under the, the microscope with the chief now. See, the chief is pro 2A. He must have lit a little bit of a fire, and now he oiled the machine. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. And I commend this chief, and I commend all of these other chiefs uh, for being so proactive now. A lot of them are just gritting their teeth and going, okay, it's not going away. I mean, I, I've been hearing nothing but good news from Patterson, and I've been hearing extremely encouraging news from Newark. Wow. Uh, yeah, the, the chief of Newark has been in the range to shoot with his wife. He's been to the gun store and uh, uh, really, really a stand-up guy, an approachable guy. I have him on speed dial. I've been helping people with delays with Newark. And he, uh, he put more resources and manpower in the uh, records department in Newark. Here's the problem. Some of the dinosaurs that are working in the records department are used to doing things the old way. Mm where you know you just put it aside and you wait a year or two and then maybe you Go pick it up and move it. it to the other yeah. side of your desk yeah exactly um, so he's been nudging them just like the ridgewood ringwood police department has been doing and we're seeing a uh, quicker turnaround time so i think it's uh it's 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 encouraging to see this happening you know uh, I want to talk about some events. Obviously, we're doing Rhode Island carry. We're doing Massachusetts carry. We're doing uh, Washington, D.C. carry in New Jersey. We also do Florida. We also do Utah. And lo and behold, we do New Jersey uh, carry. 
Our next girls' night out is going to be Thursday, January 18th, and it's limited to 80, 80 tickets, ladies and gentlemen, 80 tickets. <coughs> and that's on our Gun for Hire website. You can check it out. Uh, our next Glock Shooting Sports Foundation matches are January 9th, 16th, and 23rd, okay? Uh, we're going to have a guys' night out, Sandy. Guys' nice. night out is Thursday, January 25th. Yes, the girls' night out is pistols and Peruvian food. The guys' night out is it Italian food, and that's limited to 80 uh, gentlemen as well. And then, of course, in February, we're going to have a Valentine's Day package. In March, the Glock Shooting Sports Foundation package is coming back. My, my team is such a well-oiled team at Gun For Hire. I am broadcasting this show from Southwest Florida. Yes, you are. Uh, which is really nice. I'm down here for a couple of weeks before the holidays. I'll be back up, obviously, for Christmas and, and New Year's, which is a huge busy time for the staff. And I, I really I, I don't want to miss... Uh, I don't want to miss uh, all my customers that come in. It's like uh, it's like reunion time between Christmas and New Year. So many kids come back from college and stuff. And doing this 32 years, I'm, I'm on fourth generation now. Yeah. And I love having people come in. It's like, oh, here's my daughter. She's home from college. I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't seen her in 10 years. And she's all grown up now. You know what I mean? I remember when you brought her here at eight years old. Yeah, uh, right. And uh, now she's, you know, graduating college or she's having kids of her own or her kids are having kids. It's just, it's incredible. So I'll be back for those uh, two or three weeks before NRA board meetings um, in the first week of uh, January. I'll be in Dallas, Texas for that. So uh, I'm truly blessed. Uh, we have 150 employees at Gun for Hire now. It is truly a family environment. You know, we're open 84 hours a week, 363 days a year. The Second Amendment advocacy never stops with me, uh, supporting those who support you, paying it forward. I know this sounds like a commercial, but it's just I'm talking from my heart right now. Uh, I love what I do. I love the I love the gun community, except about 30 people on Reddit who, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> and you know who you are. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, it's okay. You know what? Those people, too, I, I don't care. Uh, I don't care. We we do what we have to do, and it, they're not going to stop me. You know, they give me a lot of material for the radio show. Yes, that's very true. Yes. So it's it's okay. Keep it up. You guys give me guys and girls, whoever you are, because they're all anonymous. I don't know who they are. You know, uh, I will tell you though. Those thirty haters on 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 Reddit. I did get an email. There's this uh, Lithuanian company that's offering a huge sale on anatomically correct butt plugs in 42 different sizes and colors. That's pretty good. So while you're sitting in front of the computer waiting for your mom to you know, cook dinner for you, make there's, that a nice, cheese sandwich. Yeah, there's a nice variety of these anatomically correct <laughs> butt plugs that you could probably order. Uh, not, One for yeah, every day I'm, of the week. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, it might keep you fulfilled, and maybe you'll have less hate. It'll keep you fulfilled, all right? Yeah. Oh, God, I can't believe I went there. Anyway. You can't uh, believe you went there? Oh, wait, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are we our, talking about here? Our 2024 class schedule is up. Our training department is a well-oiled machine. I want to thank everyone who sent their condolences Uh to the family of instructor Jim Weston. Mm. Uh, his wife, Debs, uh, passed away unexpectedly at the very, very young age of 53. I mean, God, five years younger than me. Him and his uh, daughter, Shannon, are doing their best, the best they can to uh, to get through this difficult time. But the outpouring from Gun for Hire staff, Gun for Hire alumni, Gun for Hire customers, 
I mean, ev- everybody, Fred Kuhn uh, from Down Exit uh, 2, he posted on New Jersey Firearm Syndicate, my condolences to Jim Weston, and about 30 people responded, condolences. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't go unnoticed. That's the community that we have, that we fostered at Gun for Hire, and that's why we'll continue to be number one. By the way, it's Coalition of New Jersey Firearms Owners, yes, uh, CNJFO. It just came back to me. You see what happens? <laughs> You see, this is what happens. This is why I have a list. And the bottom of my list says, make a new list. (laughs) This is why I write everything down. I have to write everything down. I I can't help myself. I can't. Welcome to the slide toward decrepitude. Yeah. I hope everybody's listening to my uh, uh, and reading my safety tips on uh, uh, in, on, uh, on crime proof, think like a criminal and beat them at their own game because uh, tis the season. And again, our political elites, uh, they don't care if you're criminal fodder. Um, they want you to uh, have no guns and no way to defend yourself. You know, gun ownership, In uh, I was looking at the statistics on Ricochet and uh, the United States has the highest per capita rate of civilian firearm ownership at 120 firearms per 100 people. Those numbers are low, by the way. Yeah. And American civilians own 46%, approximately 400 million of the world's 900 million civilian use firearms. Those, uh, those numbers are, 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 are light as well. Montana has the highest amount of gun owners, 66%. Wyoming has the most guns per capita with 245 firearms for every thousand residents. The top five states of gun ownership comprise 0.8% uh, of the nation's firearms-related homicides, 185 homicides. The bottom five states for gun ownership have 4% of the nation's firearms gun, uh, homicides, which is 1,100. Uh, so that changes the narrative. So the states with more guns have less crime, the states with less guns have more crimes. That's interesting, huh? Why? That, that, Homicides, by the way. That's bizarre. You would, you would never expect that. Correct. So 36% of gun owners are white, 24% are black, and 15% are Hispanic. Boy, that knocks a lot of uh, surveys out of the no system Asians? also. Well, they didn't go that deep, but, but I thought 99% of gun owners were white, and I didn't think any black and Hispanic people own guns. That's interesting. Those numbers are light as well. More well, than according 20... to the Democrats, they shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> Correct. Much more than 24% of gun owners are black and 15% Hispanic because just visit my range. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 72% of gun owners say the main reason of owning a firearm is for protection. You hear that, politicians? This one is by design. New Jersey has the lowest rate of gun ownership at only 8 9% of the population, okay? 1.1 for every 1,000 people. Now, that's been by design for years. I'm going to bet that, that those numbers are going to change. Absolutely, drastically. W- with the carry permit yeah. uh, and towns becoming more receptive because it was always discrimination by design in New Jersey with extra paperwork, uh, fees, wait times, discrimination, special appointments. I've even seen Montclair getting better. Wow. And there's a dude in Montclair that hates my freaking gut. 
<laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but there are a couple of uh, the lieutenant that's handling the firearms in Montclair now in New Jersey, I heard is neutral to me. And he's been very receptive uh, to permits now and getting it down from a year and three months and three months and six weeks, getting it down to a, you know, a pretty decent uh, a turnaround time. So I want to commend them as well. I guess the one hater out there thought he was doing it to spite me, but he was only spiting the law abiding taxpaying citizens in his town, which is a stupid thing because someday he's going to be retired and people are going to look at him and go, oh, he was that douche flute that when he was a cop treated me uh, like a criminal. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, even Patterson has gotten a lot better, which is which is really good. Uh, so that was an interesting read. But yeah, New Jersey by design, it was very hard uh, for people in New Jersey to get guns. And over the years, I educated and we educated at people at Gun for Hire that were afraid to apply. Oh, my God, I'm afraid to get a gun. I'm afraid I'm going to get in trouble. Again, all by design, by the political elites. And now we're seeing a groundswell of change with that. And I saw this other study, Sandy. It's called Freedom in the 5050states.org. And I was reading all of this. It, it lists all the states by regulatory freedom, frisk, fiscal freedom, et cetera, et cetera. And I got to admit, uh, New Jersey uh, is the in the bottom five of almost everything. Gee, wow. Who would ever thought? I mean, regulatory freedoms. I mean, every, everything. We're 50 in regulatory freedom. <laughs> Okay, overall freedom. You can't get any worse than New Jersey. No, overall, overall freedom, New Jersey is 47th. Let me go back. Where is it? Can I, I need to go back. Overall freedom. How do you like that? We're 47th in overall freedom. Isn't that, isn't that nice? Regulatory freedom, we're 50. Uh, let's see, land, or, land use freedom. You know it's got to be bad. We, yeah, land use freedom, we're 50. We have a rain tax oh, in New Jersey. Yes, we do. Yes. Yeah. Health insurance freedom, New Jersey is 50. <laughs> labor market freedom, New Jersey, oh, labor market freedom, we're 46. Oh, that's pretty good. Lawsuit freedom, you know, with tort reform and everything. Lawsuit freedom, oh, we are, this is so good. All you have to do is scroll through. We're 33 in lawsuit freedom. Nice. Occupational freedom. Oh, we're probably doing good here. We're, we're, we're a real union state. Let's see. Let's see occupational freedom. Oh, we're number 40. That's like almost the top of the list. Miscellaneous, <laughs> miscellaneous regulatory freedom. 42. Now we're getting into personal freedoms. <laughs> personal freedoms were 35. What is what is it? Do they say what that comprises? <clears throat> Personal freedom versus paternalism dimensions consists of the following categories. Incarceration and arrest for victimless crimes, tobacco freedom, gambling freedom, gun rights, educational freedom, marriage freedom, marijuana freedom, alcohol freedom, asset forfeiture, and other mala prohibita, also defined as criminal in statute, campaign, campaign finance freedom. So that's what that, that's overall personal freedom uh, rating. We're, we're shit, again, in New Jersey. This is what happens. We have the tooth dynasty, and we have a super majority in the Assembly and the Senate. This is what we vote for. This is why we can't vote them out, because it's rigged. It right. is rigged, okay? Right. 
So we we are on the bottom of everything. And Murphy's wife is now going to, you know, be a senator at the federal level there. So, yeah, we're on the bottom of wait cannabis freedom. We must be OK on cannabis freedom. You Let me have see. to be right. Let me see. I'm looking. That's oh, a category God, I'm in, the in 20s. and of itself. Huh? I'm in the 20s. Yeah. Oh, we're number 20. We're we're good at something. Anybody wants to review this? This is huge. This is ours of you could hours it's freedom in i n t h e 50 state.org freedom in the 50 states.org an index of personal and economic freedom we are shit in new jersey and meanwhile the tooth dynasty he likes to come out and say oh yeah we're the best travel freedom let's see where new jersey is in travel freedom because we tax everything right yeah that's for sure travel freedom wow where are we? oh we're number 15 that's pretty good marriage freedom i would imagine we're at the top of the list we allow gay marriage and everything i mean is there should we be low in marriage freedom let's see uh, we're number 16 in marriage freedom uh, yeah, it's it's interesting that California is like number one in almost everything, um, uh, but New Jersey is fifty in almost everything. Aren't you all proud that what we've allowed to happen in the state? And we wonder why the U-Hauls are going out and they're not coming back in. The only reason post-COVID New Jersey has seen any gains is people have left the heavier oppressive New York to come to New Jersey. Because right. they still work in the financial districts or whatever, you know, and they work in the five boroughs. That's the only reason. If New Jersey wasn't so close to New York, New Jersey would have had the ass whooping of outward people moving like California did, with people going to Texas and Arizona, New Mexico, and Florida. Listen, my house in Florida here, I had guys here, electricians here, putting lights in my garage yesterday. All their new customers are 973 201 area codes older new customers 908 everybody down here it's those area codes that are coming down here and you get it and you understand why uh because you come down here and the freedoms are completely different uh uh and nobody really cares what you do and how you do it so it's just it's just quite interesting thank you governor murphy thank you for our senate and our assembly leadership in new jersey thank you for our supermajority and gerrymandering and uh, all of the unions and all the government workers that uh, outnumber uh, the regular working class people in new jersey we wonder why we can't win again uh, by the way uh, trevor uh, frigno and the powers that be and assemblyman off they're all going to be starting these uh, uh vote by mail and uh uh, Liberty Freedom Liberty seminars uh, at the gun range starting January and February. They are going to be our green dragon. They are going to be our town hall meetings because we need to start taking our government back at the lower level, like Jess De Benedetto and Anthony Rossi, the way they won at the local level. Everybody out there, you need to start going to your school board meetings, your town hall meetings. You need to start running for those lower level uh, positions and make the change and stop the cancer from getting to uh, the. the um, uh, stage four and stage five. You know what I mean? You got to treat it early uh, whenever possible. Do you agree with that, Sansa? Absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> it's amazing. We have no freedoms in New Jersey. I mean, <clears throat> gun rights, I'm looking, gun rights, where are we in gun rights? We're number 48. We're only, uh, Connecticut and Hawaii are above us. And the gun rights, uh, obviously, I wonder if I could click on New Jersey. I need to spend like about 47 hours on this thing. Uh, I mean, it is so really, really good. 
let's see who's got the best uh, rights. Kansas is number one, then New Hampshire, Arizona, Idaho, Utah, Vermont, Montana, Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi, Tennessee, Wyoming, South Dakota. The bottom is, I'm reading from 50 going up. Hawaii, Connecticut, New Jersey, Massachusetts. Remember Delaware when used to be good? No more. Yeah. Rhode Island, California, Illinois, New York, Maryland, Nebraska. Wow, Nebraska is number 40. That's a surprise, you know? Yeah. But again, we've had all of this encroachment with, uh, you know, the cancerous socialists coming in and uh, taking all, incrementally taking all of our rights away. And, uh, you know, this, we, can't, we can't have that. And uh, it's just amazing. So, again, we have to start from the bottom and working our way up. I'm going to be wrapping the show up. Remember to come in for your Fourth Amendment bag tags. Nobody else is doing this out there, ladies and gentlemen, protecting you and protecting your rights. Pay it forward with Toys for Tots. And uh, remember now we have a new level of membership, Titanium. Yes, we have tons of gift cards and gift memberships. The perfect gift uh, the perfect gift at the range would be a Gun for Hire gift card or a Gun for Hire membership. The second perfect gift would buy a family or friend member a range, uh, a family or friend member or associate, a stocking stuffer, NRA membership, ANG or JRPC membership, FPC, Coalition of New Jersey Firearms membership, uh, SAF membership, uh, U.S. Law Shield, NY Tac Defense, all important things. Come down and buy them Knappen's book. We sell Knappen's book at the range. They're autographed too, I believe. Uh, these are all great stocking stuffers, all great gifts for you here. And when you buy, you're going to get these Fourth Amendment bag tags for free, which is an also an addition of stocking stuffer you'll get credit for. Our new Titanium membership. Uh, unlimited range time. A lot of people are upgrading and a lot of people are coming in and specifically buying. I've been waiting for you to offer that membership and buying it. And December 1st, surge pricing started for non-members only. So during weekends and uh, major holidays, it's increased range time, $5 per hour for a member and a non-member, but if, uh, um, excuse me, for a, for a primary and a guest or whatever. If you're a member, you don't pay surge pricing. If you're a non-member, you're going to be subjected to surge pricing on weekends and major holidays. Uh, again, support those who support you, standstrong.biz. This is the season of giving. Let's get those businesses on there. Before you buy something, go on standstrong.biz and see if there's a local business. You yeah. want to get a, a flag for somebody? We have Tri-County Flags uh, up in Hunterdon, Sussex County, excuse me. There's so many places on there that you guys and girls should all be frequenting. Don't go to Amazon. Don't go to buy the big box store. I needed flags for my golf cart in my house in Florida. I bought them at Tri-County, and I shipped them down here, Sandy. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, the hell with it. You, you know what I mean? We got we to do what we got to do. So with that, I want to, uh, I guess, do we, are we wrapping up? Yes, we are. All right. Thank you all. And uh, next week, I'll be recording from Florida again, I think, unless... Uh, the weather changes, which is probably <laughs> Sandy, take us away. Well, from um, two sides of the Gulf of Mexico this week, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a counterthink media production. The music is in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, master trainer, Anthony Calandro, author of Prime Proof, Think like a criminal and beat them at their own game, which he did mention one time, but that is not quite sufficient enough. 
So here's another mention. It is available wherever great books are sold, but at the Gun Shop Bookshop Gun Range, known as Gun for Hire, is the best place to buy it, where you can also get Knappen's book and a book by John Petrolino, which is an excellent book for beginner firearms people and a nice refresher for the rest of us. So think of those things when you're thinking of holiday giving. And also remember, a frightened populace is a controllable populace. So don't be scared. We love you guys. God willing, Jesus tarries and the batteries hold out. We will see you again next week. <laughs>